Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. 
this thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years was solely dedicated working undercover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me a drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her a hundred dollars. If you're with the mob, I say, hey Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Whoa, this whole Israel thing looks really, really, really bad. I'm gonna give you a little brief history lesson on it. We'll go over what our response has been, what it should be, and more on I'm Right. Isn't that unreal? Just surreal to think about. For By the way, what you're watching there is obviously that's Israel. And those streaks through the sky were rockets coming from Hamas. And the explosions, the little mini explosions you saw in the sky, that was Israel's Iron Dome. We will go into all that in just a moment. I'll, I'll give you a brief explainer on that stuff. But I just I found myself wrapped up again watching that video clip because this. Those are people's homes right underneath it. Wrap your mind around how other people around this world have to live. That's your wife, your kids, your mom, your dad, sister, brother, right underneath it, living like that all the time. Missile sirens going off in the middle of the night. Well, honey, back, back to the bomb shelter. Looks like we're under siege again. It's crazy to me to think about. Now let's do a brief, I'll make this as brief and simple as I possibly can, history lesson on Israel. How did it come to be? Well, I'm going to set aside all the biblical stuff for the moment, just simply because we don't have time. Let's fast forward to the ancient Roman era. The Romans were famously very powerful, and they were going around colonizing every place they could, because that's what powerful countries do. And they found a little place called Israel and thought, I like this. 
I think I'll stay. And they didn't usually kick out the people who were in a place they colonized, so they let the Jews stick around. Only these Jews were a little different than the other people they'd colonized. They simply would not comply. They were constantly rebelling. And I don't mean having a hundred men chanting and waving some signs around. The Jews would just raise armies and start killing Romans. They would defeat Roman armies, these huge rebellions. And finally the Romans, because they had just had enough of these people who would not stop, they scattered them to the winds. They said, well, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Jews, get out of Israel. And that's what they call the Jewish diaspora, where they spread the Jews to the winds all over the world. That's when the Jews went all over the world. All right, well, fast forward not very long, and the Jews are trying to find a soft place to land. And oftentimes, because they're a separate religion and a separate people, they are not treated that well wherever they're going. In Europe, they hated them for a long time because the Jews would loan people money and charge interest. So they eventually ran all the banks. That's why you get that stereotype of the Jewish banker. Catholics were not allowed to do so. So that created resentment. After a while, the Jews got tired of getting treated like garbage everywhere and began dreaming about returning to Israel. So they started lobbying powerful governments around the world. Finally, World War I pops up, and they're still lobbying and still lobbying and starting to move back into Israel. And then Britain does something called the Balfour Declaration, which essentially tells the Jews, hey, go back to Israel, man. I mean, with, it, with limits, go back to Israel. You go back there and occupy that place. And they did. And they did it better and smarter than anybody else. And they did it much better and smarter than the people who were residing there. They got there, built up shops, built up schools, built up an economy. And soon you have a conflict. And there's murder and death back and forth. It's a big, ugly situation. And in the end, there they were with the Jewish homeland, Israel. The people who were already there are known as Palestinians. They have been offered statehood several times several times i believe six they had great deals on the table they have rejected these deals they have instead chosen to embrace hamas hamas is the most powerful political force in what you know as palestine today and hamas doesn't want a deal they don't want a separate country they don't want statehood hamas wants every jew wiped off the face of the earth that is why you have endless conflict over there so that whenever you turn on the television now you say ah the Israelis and the Palestinians are fighting again. Anyway, what's for dinner? Mac and cheese? It's just you've grown numb to it. Maybe you have grown numb to it. They haven't grown numb to it. And look, I don't think that this is going to work out very well for Hamas. I mean, when you're doing things like, I, I have a headline here, that Iron Dome I was telling you about, let me clarify. The Iron Dome is not an actual dome, as you probably know by now. When they shoot the rockets, Israel has a defensive system that shoots essentially counter-rockets up at the rockets. It is incredibly expensive, incredibly impressive. It's an awesome, awesome system, but it's not foolproof. It will still, no matter what, only take down a percentage of rockets that are coming in, meaning a percentage of them are still getting through. And I can't clarify this enough. These rockets are not landing on military bases. We have here, overnight, Hamas barrages, that's rocket barrages, killed a father and daughter-in-law, seven-year-old girl and a woman in Rishon Lezion. This is a really, really, really bad scene over there because it's happening on such a mass scale. It's happening in Lot. It's happening in Tel Aviv. They're just simply lobbing everything they have at them at once. 
one gigantic missile siren going off. And Israelis are dying. We have a mayor out there. He's flat out telling you. Uh, he's comparing it to Kristallnacht. That's the night when the Nazis went around and killed all those Jews and shattered all those Jewish shops. It's a really, really, really bad scene. And understand this about the place they call Palestine. There are two factions there, the kind of terrorist faction and the really terrorist faction. There isn't a peaceful faction that exists in any form in Palestine that is wanting any kind of a peace process. So we're going to have war. We're going to have war. Listen to what this mayor has to say. Hmm. Cut the heads off the Jews, huh? That's what they teach there. It's what they teach there. Imagine growing up with that right next to you. It absolutely floors me. It floors me. And remember when Twitter banned Donald Trump because he was saying things they didn't like about the election? Remember that? They banned Donald permanently. Twitter, Facebook, President of the United States, I don't care. You got to go. Well, yeah, they didn't ban the leader of Hamas. Hamas being the terrorist organization that's out there right now firing rockets at women and children. That's right. That's the leader of Hamas tweeting. Tweeting. We allow card-carrying terrorists to tweet out there. And I do have to clarify something really quickly. The reason Twitter is on the side of Palestine, the reason the Democrats are on the side of Palestine, the reason the system seems to be taking the Palestinian side, which is weird. I mean, I understand being neutral. I understand not really caring. But all the system taking the side of Palestine, why is that? Why would Twitter allow that? What's happening? What? Here's what you have to understand, and this can be a bitter, bitter pill to swallow. The Democratic Party, Twitter, so on and so forth, they're always taking the side of America's enemies because they feel the same way about America that our enemies do. That's just a fact of life. Donald Trump does not. He has a statement out. Quote, when I was in office, we were known as the peace presidency because Israel's adversaries knew what would the, that the United States stood strongly with Israel and there would be swift retribution of Israel if Israel was attacked. He said, of, apparently that's wrong. Under Biden, the world is getting more violent and more unstable because Biden's weakness and lack of support for Israel is leading to new attacks on our allies. America must always stand with Israel and make clear that the Palestinians must end the violence, terror, and rocket attacks and make clear that the U.S will always strongly support Israel's right to defend itself. Unbelievably, Democrats also continue to stand by crazed anti-American Representative Ilhan Omar and others who savagely attack Israel while they are under terrorist assault. Remember the Abraham Accords? Remember Donald Trump? You know, brash. He's going to get us into a war, Donald Trump. Peace agreements. It's just crazy to me. And look, the Democratic Party is really open about what they stand for. And, and I'll get to Rashida Tlaib in a moment, but 
the silence of Joe Biden. Donald Trump points out the silence of Joe Biden. I just want to say this just briefly. You remember we've had several doctors on the show, right? Describing what they see in Joe Biden. How many doctors have you seen right here on the show, right here on I'm Right, that have said Joe Biden has dementia? Joe Biden has dementia, and people who have dementia go downhill as the day goes on. And once the sun goes down, they just absolutely take a nosedive. It's called sundowning. Why do you think you only see Joe Biden in the mornings? Have you noticed that? If he's going to do a special interview, it's done in the mornings. If he's going to give a press conference, it's almost always done in the mornings. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, when we have a massive gas shortage, inflation going through the roof in Israel on fire, the president of the United States didn't release a statement last night, and Donald Trump did. Why do you think that is? Tell you what, we'll get back to that in a minute. Here's Rashida Tlaib voicing her concerns for Israel. What they are doing to the Palestinian people is what they continue to do to our black brothers and sisters here, to the immigrant community here in America. So I want you to know this. As you all are marching for freedom of Palestine, please know that you must be marching for everybody's freedom. It is all interconnected. Oh, yeah. And let's not forget, it's not like chaos is just taking place in other parts of the world. You know people are still marching and looting and burning and rioting right here in America's cities. We don't even bat an eye at it now. We've somehow grown numb to unrest in America's cities. It's just, a, oh, let's see what the crazy communists are rioting about today. Now, to my final point here. Back to Joe Biden. Everything else aside, there is a cost to choosing nice. America now, not you personally, America now is fat, rich, lazy, and bored. And what happens when you get fat, rich, lazy, and bored is you tend to surround yourself with people who only tell you what you want to hear. When we went to the polls, as a nation, not you personally, as a nation, when we went to the polls in November, we could have chosen the guy who sold us nice but obviously not doing well mentally, or we could have chosen the brash, vulgar guy who got stuff done. America went to the polls, and they chose nice. Well, there's a high, high cost for nice. A high, high cost for nice. You see, the world watches. I try to get this through to all my American friends because we don't understand, because we don't watch anybody. We don't watch any other foreign power or foreign leader. It just doesn't really interest us. Maybe you'll catch a little blurb of this or that, but it's not, not big on your agenda, right? Everyone watches the American president. Uh, Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping, all the terrorists. You know what they do? I know you're going to find this shocking. They're living, breathing people, and they watch TV. And when Joe Biden sits there with his mouth hanging open and can't complete a sentence, and then he finishes something and he's looking for direction, could somebody, could somebody take my arm? Yeah, we can have a couple snickers about that on the show. But the truth is, the wolves of this world, they look at that, and they're looking their chops. If you're China... Let's just use that as a great example. China, probably getting close to being our equal economically and militarily. You're China right now. 
you have designs on world domination and you have designs on being number one and making America number two. And that's not some conspiracy theory, remember. China is very open and honest about that's what they want. Let's say you're China. Are you going to wait until 2024 to make some bold moves? Are you? Are you going to risk Donald Trump getting back in the White House? Are you going to risk maybe Heavy D getting in the White House? Who knows? Or are you looking over at the American president who can't complete a sentence and very likely is mentally not in control of himself? Are you thinking to yourself, well, if we're going to move, now's the time. What I'm trying to prep you for is this. I'm not trying to bring you down. I'm trying to prep you for this. The craziness you've seen in like the first five minutes of Donald Trump's pres- or uh, Joe Biden's presidency so far, the craziness you've seen, it's just getting started. This doesn't get better. The wolves are circling. It'll be a rough four years. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. And it will be a rough four years. And I know... You just saw those videos we were playing for you about the riots and the unrest in the street. How much of that have you seen over the last year? Looting, burning, people getting pulled out of cars, assaulted, shot, stabbed all across the country. Please tell me you're carrying your gear with Northwest Retention Systems. You don't need junky big box store gear when you carry your weapon. You need a custom-made piece of gear. Custom-made in America, I should point out. You need a custom-made piece of gear from Northwest Retention Systems. Even my mag carriers are from Northwest Retention Systems. Go. And by the way, it's not just awesome gear. Looks pretty cool, too. Where do you see the stuff they have? Go to nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE at checkout. That gets you 10% off. we got a great show for you tonight. We'll be back. I saw about 9,000 people made the joke, so I don't know who to give credit to, but we apparently have huge inflation coming already, and we have gas lines, so we're back to the Jimmy Carter presidency. Again, I didn't make up that joke, but... Let me tell you something, kids. There's no limit to what you can accomplish if you're willing to steal other people's work and take credit for it. In all seriousness, we have feds issue emergency declaration for 17 states after D.C., or or 17 states and D.C. after hackers, Russian hackers, hacked our pipeline. We have, well, it's a disaster. East Coast gas demand rose by over 30%. I have information that cities like Raleigh and Charlotte, 70% of the gas stations there don't have any gas at all. And I mean none. You're going up to the pump and you're squeezing it and nothing's happening. The national average, highest since the Obama era. We, it is a big deal. And before I get to the White House and their response, I need to talk to you about something here. And this is going to be a little rough around the edges. I realize that. Yes, it's safe for your kids. Don't worry. It's just going to be offensive, sure. Maybe going to come off a little harsh. Do you know what powerful nations do when somebody, anybody, a nation, an individual, a terrorist group, when that group threatens a critical part of the infrastructure of a powerful nation? Do you know what the response is from successful, powerful countries that have any interest in continuing on? Well, I'll put it to you this way. If you're a Russian hacker and you wake up one morning and think to yourself, huh, 
I'd love to absolutely screw up America's fuel lines right now. That would be fun. Should we do that? Dimitri, should we do that? Let's do that. You know the first thought that should go through your head when you're coming up with this grand scheme? Your first thought should be, well, if we do that, they're going to come kill us. Because that should be the American response. You send some hitters over there and you take care of the problem. Not because you were some bloodthirsty maniac, because you have to let the terrorists of the world know you will die if you try to hurt America's critical infrastructure systems. What are we doing about it? I mean, setting this current gas shortage aside, let's assume this is going to get worked out. What are we doing about it? What we're doing is nothing. We're negotiating with these people already. They're already making more threats, talking about they're going to release D.C. police information. We're negotiating with them. What we're doing is we're telling the next group and the next group and the next group, it's open season, baby. Come on and mess with America. We're so pillow soft and weak and effeminate now. We won't do anything about it. Come on, hurt us. We're America. We're, We're too nice for that. Please, destroy our fuel systems. Hack our internet. Destroy our water systems. And I I don't want to fear monger here, but I have been in areas, in fact, I currently live in an area, in the Houston area, that has had major, major power outages. We just had some freeze. It never freezes down here, and it froze. And we had power outages and water outages for two, three days sometimes. You can't imagine the disaster this place turned into with just two or three days when the water systems went down. You couldn't get gas because the power was down and the gas pump runs on power. And it really brought it home for me. These cyber attacks on critical infrastructure systems are a major, major, major problem. And the United States of America is simply not focused enough and not vicious enough to handle said problem. We have the CIA putting ads out about, I'm a transgender person with anxiety disorder, and I'm a gay librarian. Instead of putting out ads for, I want capable people who can hunt down terrorists and murder them, come join the CIA. We are entirely unfocused right now on how major a cyber attack is going to be in the future, and all we do is project weakness. All we do is project weakness. And gas prices going up through the roof. I don't want to just gloss over that. Normal people, a lot of them, especially now, they're out there living paycheck to paycheck. What's the Biden response? Joe, you've been shutting down pipelines. You going to open up anymore? Well, here you go. Work together. Thank you. Uh, Go ahead. Thank you. Two topics. I'll go quick. Is the White House rethinking their opposition to new pipeline projects since one really important one goes offline and gas stations start running dry? I wouldn't say we look at it as through that prism, Peter. We look at it, we analyze uh, both the impact, the economic impact, as well as the environmental impact. And that will certainly remain the case, but we look at different, each pipeline project uh, individual. Of course. Not worried about you. And I'll just point this out one last time. The communist. You don't point out the destructive nature of the communist's policies and dissuade the communist at all. When you tell the communists, hey, uh, your policies, we got gas lines and, 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 and things are getting really bad here. That's what your policies are doing. The communist looks at that and goes, oh, nice. 
It's working as intended. Destruction is the goal. Things aren't working out poorly for the Biden administration. Gas prices through the roof, inflation, Israel's on fire, surge over the border. It's not working out poorly for the Biden administration. It's working out exactly as intended. All right. Speaking of inflation, I brought this up a couple different times. It's here. It's not even coming anymore. It's here. We're already seeing the cost of goods and services go through the roof. That's not about to get better. You get that, right? The government is not going to stop printing unbacked currency. And revenues are down because nobody's going back to work. Buy gold now. Not next week. Not tomorrow. Now. Pick up the phone and call Patriot Gold Group. I've talked to them. They have assured me they will treat my viewers extra special. Call Patriot Gold Group and make sure you are diversified. 866-943-0626. 866-943-0626. We'll be back. CRT is racist. It is abusive. It discriminates against one's color. Let me educate you. An honest dialogue does not impress, oppress. An honest dialogue does not implement hatred or injustice. It's to communicate with deceiving, without deceiving people. Today, we don't need your agreement. We want action in the backbone for what we ask for today, to ban CRT. We don't want your political advertisement to divide our children or belittle them. Think twice before you indoctrinate such racist theories. You cannot tell me what is or is not racist. Look at me. Whew. Everybody saw that video. It's making the rounds. I about came out of my chair when I saw that lady just bringing the fire and brimstone. Joining me now to talk about that and other things is Charles Love of the Charles Love Show. He's got about 9,000 9, titles, but one thing I do want you to know, he's the author of the upcoming book Race Crazy, BLM 1619, and the Progressive Racism Movement. That is going to be one you want to pick up. Charles, man, that lady seemed upset, and I am here for it. Now, can we listen to her? I'm a little confused because the CRT says you need to listen to black voices. And I think that was a black voice, but she wasn't saying what they wanted. So I think we have to cancel her. It's, it's kind of up in the air. It is, it is up in the air. Charles, I've said this for a long time that I don't, I, I don't consider the left to be racist. I don't consider the right really to be racist. I consider the left in this country to be communist. And what I mean by that is you see it whenever you see a gay person start talking about pro, uh, being pro-right, when you see a black person talking about pro-right, when you see a woman out there on the right, they get treated like absolute garbage because the left doesn't actually care about any of these issues they claim to care about. They care about communism and power, and they only, they only support people who support that. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It's... Um... And it's massive wordplay. You want to talk about communism, you think of uh, Russia and misinformation and that kind of thing. And that's what it is. So you see an argument from a company, I'm sure we'll talk about one here soon, but you talk about companies or uh, organizations that talk about racism and blacks are treated poorly. So we need to focus on anti-black racism. And then somewhere in that language, they will talk about transgenderism. I thought we were talking about black. So they shift the topic on you. And then they say things like, you know, like, let's look at what CRT is. The basic tenet is racism is endemic, which means it is ubiquitous and it is frequent. So that means every black person is experiencing it probably three times a week. 
if you talk to the people I know, nobody in my circle is experiencing it on a regular basis and they can't remember the last time. Which is it? These are black voices. Charles, uh, setting all the left-right communist stuff aside for a moment, I also have another theory I wanted to run by you. I think everybody holds some form of prejudice. I, I just do. I think it is our fallen human nature, that, and it may not be against black people or white people or Mexicans or Asians or, or short people, tall people, skinny people, fat people. I just think our life experiences lead us to holding prejudice of some kind against somebody. Am I off base? Well, of course that's true, but they don't care about that. They, they, they don't yeah. focus on human nature. So, because think about what it's saying. The, the whole premise of critical race theory is saying that it's okay to be racist against white people. So, of course, they know that everybody has some, you know, groups they don't like or some prejudices or they believe some stereotype that may or may not be true. That's okay. Just don't believe it about the wrong people and don't take the wrong actions. And you'll, you'll, you can be in the, in the mainstream. You can be in the right group. How many people are buying into this, Charles? I mean, I know we see the left-wing academics pushing it out there, but how many people actually read this garbage and say to themselves, you know, that seems right to me? <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of good news, but then I'm, I'm going to cover it with a massive gravy of bad news. That number is small. <laughs> <laughs> the number who agree with it is small. But the problem is that most people aren't paying attention to this day to day. Like we, we fight it because we see how bad it is and we see what's going to come down the road. They don't see that far. So they're not paying attention to it. That's the first problem. And secondly, I would actually be okay with it if it was only in colleges and they were saying, we should have open debate. Let's have open debates. But you know, I am a scholar at 1776 Unites. All of us, many of us, I will say, have challenged um, Kendi or D'Angelo or Nicole Hannah-Jones to a debate. None of them will do so. They'll get snarky on Twitter, but they won't just have an open conversation about it. So because one side drives the narrative, you only hear one piece. I just talked to my brother today who is a working class man in the South, who's black, by the way. And I was telling him about this stuff. And he's like, what are you working on? I'm telling him about this stuff. He hadn't really heard it. So you think he agrees with it? Of course not. He was horrified by it, but he's not hearing it. So yes, the numbers are small, but we have a problem because we're not reaching everybody. And there's people out there working hard like myself and others who are trying to spread this message, but you only, based on your approach, you don't reach enough of the people. So some people are just oblivious to it. Yeah, that's a fact. Boy, I would pay money to see you debate one of those people. That would be a good time. All right. Uh, one of the problems I do have with it, I have something from Chris Rufo. This is a tweet from him saying, winning, Walt Disney has removed its entire anti-racism from the company's internal portal. What it was, Charles, I'm sure you well are well aware, it was a gigantic corporation, a popular, wealthy corporation that is patronized by many Americans, pushing this garbage at a corporate level. Disney aside, it concerns me greatly how invested corporate America is to pushing this. Explain how that happened. Because you think of a, a wealthy person in charge of Disney, you think of Rockefeller or something with a cigar in its mouth. You don't think of this crazy stuff. Well, you said uh, how many people were listening to this garbage, and I told you it was small, and I gave you some bad news, uh, some good news. Here's some more of the bad news. It's a small group of people who's buying into this, but a lot of them are people like this, the people who have power, who run these businesses. They don't actually believe it because very few people, are, I don't think human nature, you talked about earlier, enough of us are capable of being this dumb. So they don't actually believe <laughs> it, <laughs> but what it is is they're trying to buy goodwill. Right? They believe that the next time BLM throws a brick, they will think twice before they throw it through my business because I'm on your side. But 
in that part that they took down that Chris, Chris Rufo so um, amazingly got all this uh, un, in, investigative work on, one of it was anti-black racism, and they talk about transgenderism. Like I said, this, it says something about America has a long history of racism and transphobia. I don't know where that came from. But they're, they're pushing it because, you know, it's the woke thing. It's the hip thing. It's like, look at me. I'm in tune with what's going on. But they have no idea what's really going on. They are, this is a, a major American company telling their white employees the way they should talk to their black employees. So creating a divide, treating them differently, saying that, oh, here's my favorite from all the CRT stuff for me as a black man. It's funny, like the woman you showed in the clip. They'll say stuff like, you need to listen with empathy to the stories from black people and you need to believe them because you can't de defend, you can't debate their beliefs and their, and their lived experiences. So what happens when it's me or the woman you show? Do they have to listen to what I say? Are they going to debate my lived experiences? When I tell you, I don't know a black person who feels that they're being oppressed. Do you believe that? Or do you challenge me on it? Because I'm a black man and you need to listen to what I say. Pretty powerful stuff. Charles, we had this, we had these Palestinian pro-Palestine protests, of course, because everyone has to protest something every 15 minutes in this country now. Do you see some kind of crossover between that and the Antifa BLM nut jobs in this country? I do. It seems like it's all the same people. They always show up. Are these people just, do they do this professionally? Is that how they earn a living? Oh, I, I think we've all forgotten because this thing, this, we've been going down this rabbit hole. But when BLM started, it was on their website. They took it off. Yes. But part of the tenets of the Black Lives Movement, who's, who started, whose reason for being was to stop police from indiscriminately sh shooting random black people, the number two tenet after please don't shoot us was boycott, divest, and sanction. So yes, it's the same. <laughs> I, call, I call the groups Blantifa, because Antifa and, and BLM is the same. They're all the same. They're all anti-capitalist, anti-America. America was founded in whatever year we say. It was built specifically, like there was no slavery, and, and racist people said we needed a country where we could be really racist, and then they created America. This is what these people believe to their core, and they will just jump on a fight on any argument wherever they can. And, and we need to keep it out of the schools, banning it, doing whatever you can do. It's not, you know, stopping free speech. It's, not, it's, it's upholding the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That's what we're doing. Charles Love, everybody. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me again. That's right. It's, they are the same people, too. You know, oftentimes that's true. The same guy will wear his Antifa stuff to this one and then his BLM stuff to that one. And whoop, looks like Palestine's back in the news. Mom, bring me a new shirt. <laughs> Gosh. All right. If you have a friend or a relative, somebody who dips tobacco, and you want them to quit, that's good. Good for you. I know that comes from a place of love. As somebody who dipped for a long, long, long time, I'm going to offer you a piece of advice. It doesn't help them when you say, you need to quit. That's bad for you. But don't do that. Doesn't help at all. Instead, may I suggest you try a slightly different approach. Buy them some Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. There are 11 different flavors of Long Cut, four different flavors of the CBD pouches, which I would highly recommend. Buy them some Jake's Mint Chew and simply present them with a solution instead of a lecture. It works. Go to jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE at checkout for 20% off.
We'll be back. We cannot both uh, embrace the big lie and embrace the Constitution. I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. Okay, um, this is Donald Trump's statement on Liz Cheney's ouster today. Liz Cheney is a bitter, horrible human being. I watched her yesterday and realized how bad she is for the Republican Party. She has no personality or anything good having to do with politics or our country. She is a talking point for Democrats, whether that means the border, gas lines, inflation, or destroying the economy. She is a warmonger whose family stupidly pushed us into the never-ending Middle East disaster, draining our wealth, and depleting our great military. The worst decision in the country's history. I look forward to soon watching her as a paid contributor on CNN or MSDNC. Well, former President Trump holding back there. Joining me now to talk about that, the future of the party, and several other things is Republican congressional candidate from the great state of Tennessee, Quincy McKnight. Quincy, okay. Um, former president not exactly holding back, brother. <laughs> um, look, I, I don't view this as being a huge deal. I think it's just what parties do. I think the GOP is remaking itself. This is news for half a day. There's an out with the old, in with the new thing. What do you think about it? Oh, man, it's, it's, I'm not surprised. Uh, I knew that I kind of had a feeling that this was going to come down to this, um, especially after hearing the rhetoric all for the last 30 days. Uh, but I will say this about Liz. Um, I've never met her, but I've been told that from a lot of her colleagues, uh, she's, she's a tough cookie up there. She's, she's a tough, power, powerful lady that knows a lot of stuff. Um, so, you know, and there's always two sides to every story. There always is. And so I am at that place where you almost have to pay attention to the sleeper. Um, I'm just, that's just me. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. No, I feel that same way. I did want to ask you a question because you're a business owner, Quincy, and I wanted to ask you this. I have been telling people, I told people on my radio show this this morning, that Liz Cheney, whatever you follow, whatever you feel about this thing, wherever you fall on the whole thing, she did violate employee rule number one, two, and three. Shut up. Just stop talking. People talk so much. I don't understand why people feel the need to step in it and then keep stomping in it and then dig a little deeper and stomp in it some more. I watch employees do this all the time. Just shut your mouth and keep your job. That's it. That's it. Um, I, I agree. Um, you know, sometimes when people get emotional, they want to start talking. I'm learning this on the candidate trail. You know, just because you're feeling something doesn't mean you need to say it. Um, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of, and it's kind of like they say, you know, and it's like toothpaste. Once it's out, you can't put it back in. That's a fact. All right, tell me about your background as a business owner. Why are you running for Congress? Who wants to do this? Ah, I know. I get to ask that every day. Um, I am a been a business uh, been in business since 2012 here in Nashville. So we are a payment processor, man. So we, I've seen. I'm being in my line of work. We are on the ground floors with business owners and business leaders and CEOs all the time. So I hear the good and the bad of what's going on out here and how they're feeling. So what's pushing me to drive to Congress is the fact that they're in Nashville, especially in this district, in this Tennessee. Tennessee is one of the best, most best fiscally conservative states in the country. Um, and we want to keep it that way. 
Um, the problem is, is that sometimes when you get the offsprings coming up from Georgia and California and everywhere else that are moving here, things, they feel like they, things should change. And, but that's not who we are. And we never will change, uh, at least while I'm trying to run for office and, and, and trying to be a, a powerful voice for Tennesseans. So that's, that's why I'm running, because we're, that's just, we have to protect our liberties, our interests, um, the conservative values that we have here. It really is a fantastic, fantastic state. I wasn't just saying that. If your state was garbage, I would have said it, Quincy. I love Tennessee. I've spent so much time there. And Nashville might be one of the best cities in the United States of America. When you're driving and you see that football stadium across the river in that beautiful town, it's just absolutely gorgeous there. But yeah, you have a problem, Quincy, just like we have a problem here in Texas. You just pointed it out. People are coming to your state. They're going down. They see the Smoky Mountains. They eat some of your Tennessee barbecue, and they think, I think I'll move here and vote for the same policies I'm fleeing. What's the right thing to do about that? Well, I'm going to give you a story more than anything, an example, rather. Um, I was in a conversation with some constituents and residents here in the rural parts of Tennessee, for example, and there have been, there have been people that have been moving here from, for example, California, and they were complaining um, that these residents have chickens in their yard. Uh, and mind you, mm. this is rural Tennessee, okay? Mm -hmm. Rural Tennessee, where these people have been living like this for probably centuries. Um, and they're wanting to come in and change up how these people live and trying to establish an HOA in a rural area, all because huh. they want to do things a certain way. And that's the type of left-wing crap that I'm just sick of, just totally sick of. I don't like hearing stuff like that. I don't care for HOAs in the first place. And everybody knows me that they know I cannot stand HOAs. Uh, <laughs> so um, I don't want to be told what to do on my own property, on my own house. So um, that, that's, that's just a prime example of what we're talking about. That sure is. Quincy, I see an American flag behind you. And I, I've, I've made this argument left, right, Democrat, Republican. What we really lack is a major, major patriotism dose right now in this country. That's not a, a hokey thing. I just think it's necessary, whatever your country is, for a nation to continue to survive and thrive, you have to have a nation full of citizens who feel an obligation to that nation, who feel like they want to make it better and feel blessed to be there, as I believe we all are to be here. What happened there? Or am I wrong? Do we not have a patriotism deficit in this country? Well, problem is, is that people, I think this generation, this generation that's coming up behind us, it, um, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but I can tell you the generation that's coming up behind us, I think the values have not been properly taught from home. Um, and therefore it leads over into these liberal ideas and liberal agendas of none of the rules don't apply to me. And they don't understand what people gone, have gone through in this country to proudly wave a flag. Um, they don't understand the talks of veterans. And, and, and you know, I would even, I would love for some of the millennials to sit down and talk with some of the elderly black families and, and grandmothers and grandfathers that had to struggle to get where they're at to make them to have the liberties that they have today. Uh, or sit down and talk with the veterans that fought for this country um, they have no clue of what this is about. They just see us as a, a free-for-all, and everybody's want to jump in on this margin, and it's, and it's not getting us anywhere. No, 
No, it's undoubtedly not. All right, Quincy, I have to ask. The campaign yeah. launch party. Can you please explain to me the campaign launch party? What 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 kind of barbecue is going to be served? Oh man, <laughs> some of the best. <laughs> no, we're um, yeah, we 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 like to have a you know campaign you know functions are always a little stiff sometimes, and so when you come to Nashville, we have some of the best food, some of the best drinks, some of the best hospitality. So we want people just to feel that same experience uh, as we come and celebrate this this candidacy uh, of moving uh, this congressional seat forward. So that's why we're doing it the way we're doing it. Uh, we're, we have different uh, few celebrities that are going to be coming in uh, just to talk about the importance of getting out and voting because we have a very diverse uh, um, district that consists of all people from all different walks of life. Um, so, so with that being said, we have to, people have to relate uh, to you on that stage. And so we're wanting to just give some relatability to people out there in the crowd and in the city and people that are going to be watching it, um, that are going to be, it's going to be streamed online. So we just want it to be a great time and a great place to just learn and feel good about this country. Um, because I'm very fortunate to be a part of this country. Uh, as a business owner, I love my liberty, I love my freedoms, and I, and, and I love my religious freedom on top of that. So I'm not trying to go anywhere and don't want it to be disturbed. So I want to make sure that everybody else can have those same opportunities. Hey, freaking man. Quincy McKnight, I wish you the best, my man. Come back soon. Thank you. Good dude. Hope he wins. We need more like that. All right, we'll be back. You know what everybody needs in life? One of the things everybody needs in life is a fan. And you need a fan. You need somebody who's your hype man. Somebody who's going to have your back and cheer you on. It turns out our man Heavy D has such a fan. These kids do not need to be wearing these masks, okay? I'm sorry, they don't. We need to be able to let them be kids and let them act normally. And that's what should be the case in the fall throughout the school year. That's what I'm talking about. Get a guy like that in your life. All right, it's not the end of the world. I mean, sure, the world's kind of burning, but it's not the end of the world. Go fill your car up with gas. We'll see you tomorrow. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum. Sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, get 10% off. Your holster is way more important than you think it is.
It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time if you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. 
Com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.